Hey, brother, let's go. Let's post those podcasts. Choosing a gym is not only super vital for your importance of your health, it's going to affect your mental health and your overall performance. You've got to do what's right. But outside of the pandemic, when we're past everything, we're going to see a whole different world of gyms. And I'm going to talk about that and more in this episode of Real Talk with Sensei Nick. Hey everybody, how are you doing? I hope you are doing extremely well today. Um, I wanted to talk about this particular topic because I was on a podcast last night at the time of recording this about gyms and we were talking about the business and a dude who wanted to know a lot more and what I thought and uh, we connected through mutual friends. So I also wanted to bring this to the masses because I absolutely think this is vital if you're choosing, you know, you can re- you can take the word you can take the word gym, put it you know, put in studio. You can take the word gym and put in you know dojo or whatever else. If it's a place of gathering, you are gonna see a very big difference post COVID nineteen um, because this pandemic has reshaped everything. Here's what I think we're going to see right away. Big box gyms are going to seriously struggle and go away. The personalized gyms are going to make a comeback. Service is going to be an all-time high quality. And for those three, this is what you need to go ahead and look out for. I want to take you back to 1991 30 years ago, almost to the moment this episode will be released, um, I joined <laughs> I joined a place called Tiverton Taekwondo. Tiverton Taekwondo was a place in a little tiny town of Tiverton, Rhode Island, as you probably figured, run by a gentleman named Sensei Eric A. Gifford, a uh, policeman and he was a part-time martial arts teacher as well and it was a dojo that was sandwiched between an insurance office and a uh, and a convenience store um and lord knows that you know it changed everything about me from the age of six all the way on because it introduced me to the world of martial arts and there are several horrible dojos uh, still today and you know much the same as gyms right so there's a, there was a um, a box like routine uh, gym play I'm uh, sorry dojo place I can't even remember the name of it but you know there was like one in every state or so of USA um, it wasn't USA karate because USA karate is a real place but there were franchise dojos and they failed. They failed absolutely miserably because, you know, there was no way of processing it. Um, they just they were treated as a corporation and they really shouldn't have been. 
Uh, they were horrible. They were god awful. And you know what thrived were the uh, tiny dojos that were run by a family, or you know where they were you know run by a family where that was their only source of income. Or what happened was you had that one guy who really wanted to try it out, like who really wanted to do it and like that was their livelihood or their side gig or whatever or their passion project. Those are the ones that absolutely thrived, absolutely went way beyond their expectations, right? So let's go to gyms, right? You know, gym, a clean, healthy facility that'll help you work out and, you know, a place you can get stronger or lose weight, get bigger, get smaller, whatever it may be. Um, Same philosophy applies. The key thing you need is you need really good particular service. You need to make sure that, you know, people know you and, you know, there's very high quality equipment and, you know, maybe the price is affordable, whatever. We're not going to get into pricing right now, but when I was at my absolute worst, it was roughly, oh, geez, it's been almost 10 years now. Um, it's been, um, it was 2011 when I said, you know, I got to be able to fix myself up. I got to take care of myself. And, you know, I was serious about getting to lose weight. I had my plethora of choices in the southeast Massachusetts area for gyms. Uh, There were some studios, there were some other places, but I chose a place called Swansea Total Fitness. And I wanted to have somewhere where if I decided that I wanted to go to a gym, I couldn't be lazy and I couldn't choose to, you know, to say, all right, I'll just go somewhere else. So I chose something that was two towns over. Once I got on the highway, I knew I couldn't turn around. I literally, actually, I could not turn, obviously I can't turn around the highway, but I couldn't do that and I had to get there. And it was a little more expensive than, you know, usual places were. I think it was like $30 a month as opposed to something that's $10, $15 a month, $5 a month or stuff like that. But there was a reason for it. I walked in, I wanted a trial basis and I wanted to try this gym out. So I asked for a seven day pass or if they had something. I said, no, you can try it for free if you sign the waivers for a week. Sure. All right, cool. The second day I said, I'm going to sign up. I signed up. It was a Sunday. On Monday after work, I went there to go out. First thing in the wor- that the guy says behind the desk, hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, wow, that's new, right? That's kind of different. I didn't expect any of that to happen. I'm like, whoa. You know, so I'm like, hey, man, you know, how you doing? And I said, okay, we need you to, to take a picture. Um, what are you interested in doing? And I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I don't know, probably try a few machines and figure it out. All right, do you know where the locker room is? Um, you know, why don't you go change, and we'll go ahead and figure out what we need you to do. All right, cool. You know, change came out. And all right, we walked around and says, okay, there's the cardio area. You can try one of the treadmills there. They're all working. We had them all serviced. Over here is where you can work out your arms. 
there's where you can do there's some sit-up tables here you can go in there there's where you can work out your legs all the leg machines are against the wall and there's a ton of chest machines and then there's a whole bunch of cables in that direction if you also feel like you need to work out your abs i'd recommend the yoga balls right there and i'm like all right thank you you know very much i signed up for that gym immediately i'm like you know what screw the seven day trial i'm i'm in there after a little while you know financially i had to move from that gym I went from Swansea Total Fitness to a gym that um, I am not going to mention their name. I don't even think they're in business anymore, but goes to show you, right? There's, um, um, it was in a mill, and I, um, they, I was a personal trainer at the time. I just started as a personal trainer, and they reached out to me to be able to work there. I'm like, all right, cool. First thing that came in, I said, hey, is there a trial basis? And, you know, they didn't know I was working there yet. And they said, all right, yep, here you go. There's where you are. And then they showed me around and said, you know, there's this, there's that, there's that. What else do you need to know? And they blasted loud gangster rap to the point that it was just, like, I could not even, like, think when I was in there, it was dusty as hell, dirty, and not a single person knew my name until I signed in. And I boop. Oh, hi, Nick. How are you? They didn't want to know me. I went to another gym uh, almost immediately, left there, went to this higher price gym. They didn't know me. I asked for a tour. And they took me around and then showed me around there and then, you know, tried to sell me a huge package. And there was nothing. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't doing this. And I'm done. They ended up hiring me. I ended up leaving and um, I quit because I was going to get fired. Uh, that's another story, another day, honestly. And then after that, I went to another gym, General Fitness, which is a place I absolutely still love to this day. First thing right away. Hi, Nick. How you doing? How's it going? Now, let's go ahead and flash forward to today. When the pandemic happened, there's a lot of people who wanted to sign up for at-home equipment and were figuring out things. And what is the big hit piece of equipment is Peloton. People are getting on this bike and people are losing weight. People are doing well and people are, you know, doing their thing. And, you know, I know some people personally who took advantage of it and, man, they're rocking it. They're they're doing a great job and, you know, trainers are on there and you can use, uh, I think it's a plan or a Wi-Fi connection and you get into this class and trainers are training people all over the world. That's good. You know, that's good because, you know, who, who's going to a gym at this point? You know, well, there are some, but, you know, attendance at a gym is way further down than what it used to be. Um, there's a much, much difference. But, you know, the, the point is, is virtual training is coming up now. As the numbers go up in COVID, you know, I uh, convert and I train my people like, I have a couple clients right now. One I see in the gym, another I see for classes, and another one is completely virtual, and also two more just have diets. 
so they do really really well and but i i don't see them physically face to face as much as i used to now if they get into the gym and you know we work out and that's all well and good but a lot of it is virtual so you have peloton you also have another one a really interesting uh, uh equipment i looked at this it was called the mirror where a trainer will go ahead and work out but the person will be at the gym and they're working out one-on-one and the, the trainers in their home studio those are going up and physical gyms are deflating but what will stay is after COVID-19 folks are going to need that touch but what's going to happen it is going to be what's in it for me. What do I need? And you remember my story when I signed up for a gym that was more expensive, they're going to need to know you. So they're going to need to know you. And if you know them, then you feel safe, right? It's like when you walk into your favorite restaurant and immediately, hey, buddy, it's so nice to see you. And they start swapping stories. Or you start talking about when you used to go there when you were a teenager. Yes, I'm talking about one particular person. And if you're from Somerset, Massachusetts, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, you know, and they're, they're doing their thing and it's all well and good and everything is awesome, right? Now, how would you feel if you go into your favorite restaurant and they're like, yeah, can I help you? And they don't give a goddamn. Like, it's not necessarily about just the food. You know, but if you have food and you're like, okay, because everybody's got to eat, but it's the person that's going to be able to help you. It's the connection. It's human connection is what we really need. So when we talk about fitness, when we talk about health, we talk about all this other stuff, what we're going to need and what's going to be the biggest quality in gym owners and health people, pay attention to this point. What they're going to need, gym owners and everybody else, is you're going to need to have the personal touch. Number one, know your people. Number two, make sure you put a plan together where somebody's going to need to know who they are and you're going to need that personal touch, personal trainer. Three, follow up with them and show that you care. And like, let's think about it. The other on the other side, you got the big box gyms, you got the Planet Fitness, and you have Workout World, the two gyms that I despise. I absolutely despise these two because they don't give a damn. They set the price at a certain level so that way they make money. But it's statistically proven that if it's at a certain point, like $10 a month, $5 a month, a dollar a month at some point, you're not even going to notice. Like That's why vending machines started accepting credit cards for a while, because how often do you notice that you spent a bunch of money at a vending machine, and if it goes up $10 because you got 10 candy bars in a week, or whatever else it is, did you even notice that? Did you even think you're like okay? It's three ninety now. I'm paying four hundred for this, nah. or like when gas went up, right? It's you know I don't know like two dollars a gallon now. It's two ten, and you filled up the tank and you spent an extra dollar. Yeah, you're not gonna notice that, right? 
So the big box gyms, when you go to them and uh, you sign in, and I know this because I trained people at some of these because I knew more than the trainers did. You know, they, you sign in and the robots, at least at the some of them that I trained at, welcome, thank you, blah, blah. Or like if I signed up, thank you for attending today, Nick Tabor. No, no, that's not what you're going to do. And these attendants aren't caring. Everybody's at the gym. Everybody's doing this, doing that, whatever the hell they're doing. And nobody cares. And you know what happens? Attendance slides. People stop caring. People stop getting healthy. If you need to have it. And this is not... You take... Again, what I said before. You take studio and replace that you know gym with studio. You take dojo and replace that. you know, And you do that. Or you take supermarket. Anywhere where there's service... You have to up the quality. And ladies, if you're on guys too, if you go to your hairdresser and you go to, wow, well, my new one showed that. If you go to your hairdresser or you go to your barber and, you know, they take care of your hair or, you know, mine spruces my beard up for me and they take care of you, you're not going to go in if they don't know who you are. You're not going to go in if they just like, okay, boom, 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 that'll be 50 bucks. You're going to want to know what's happening. You're going to want to take care of that. I'm telling you, service is absolute key. So what do you want to look for is do they know your name? Do they care? Do they show you around? Do they want you to be able to be there? The big chain businesses are going to be gone, are going to absolutely be gone. And if you have a small business, know your people. Like, really, really, really know your people. Far beyond that. And then follow up with them. Follow up with them to make sure that that's okay. Like, um, I ordered a... Um, I don't want to show you, but... I ordered... Uh, some of you who watch me also know who Evan Carmichael is. I had a copy of his book that was uh, given to me by a place called Barrington Books. And, you know, they said... Can we just at least take your email? I figured, no, no big deal. All right, good. I got a personalized email from that owner, and I knew it wasn't gonna. It wasn't something that was um, like a letterhead or something. And they said, "Hey, you know, we know you bought this book. We just want to thank you very much for buying um, your one word by Evan Carmichael. I really hope you're enjoying it. I know we had to order it for you, and I'm sorry it costs a little more, but we really super appreciate you. Now, I can tell you every single time I want to get a physical copy book, I'm heading to Barrington Books. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to make sure that they're taken care of because they give a damn. They care about this. That's the future of the gym. Is if I'm going to go outside, because we're going to be dealing with COVID-19 for a very long time. I really, I'm going to be blunt with you. Um, but if we're dealing with COVID-19 that much, if I want to take my physical self, if I'm in work, or if I'm, if I'm not at work or if I'm not here, I'm somewhere where it adds value. I'm somewhere where value needs to happen. 
And if I'm going to a gym, they better know me. I, I, I recently left a gym that I was doing really, really, really well with and having a number of clients to go back to a smaller gym that's further away to teach that charged me less, but every single person knows who I am. Every single person wants to know my story and I know everyone there. I took clients out of this gym, brought them to the smaller gym, which is more expensive, but you know what, all of them are thriving. All of them are thriving in the gym where they know more. You know what I mean? You know, that's where we need to be. And it's like, okay, if I'm going somewhere, it's better be worth it. And that's where everybody's gonna be because a business person, and I used to work in the tourism industry, you used to, you know, business travel accounts for like just a little, like 55% of overall travel. And, you know, somebody who went somewhere to be able to sign a contract with a supplier or, or have a convention or whatever the heck it is. Out of this COVID-19, there have been new technology has been birthed. And this technology is, you know, rendering it all obsolete. You know, nothing is going to be better. Nothing is going to be better than this. And, you know, it's going to think like, all right, do I really need to go to San Francisco to have somebody sign a contract or can they e-sign this? And just get on a Zoom call and say, hey, okay, there it is. And just talk about it and save thousands of dollars. No, no, it's not worth it. And even we're thinking, like, my wife and I have our 20th anniversary coming up this year. And, um, yeah, three months and 15 days that we're getting in our 20th anniversary. And I'm thinking in my own head, you know, if we go out celebrating travel, it better be damn worth it. You know, if we do this, we're not going to just go, like, oh, let's get in the car and go out somewhere. No, no, it's like, you know, better get somewhere and do this stuff, right? So there's your thoughts. That's what we want to drill into your head here is know what's happening. Make sure it's worth because you're going to make sure it's worth it for you, right? If you're going to go anywhere, eat somewhere, do something, they better know people. Personalization is going to be key. It's going to be big key. All right. So that about does it for this episode of Real Talk with Sensei Nick. Keep in mind, we're a part of the 4041 Media family. 4041media.com is our podcast website where we have other podcasts, movie theater, time machine, free or geek, historic pinstripes, and many, many, many more. Streamers, YouTubers alike of the Southeast Massachusetts area and my home city of Fowler, Massachusetts. We have a lot of fun, man, and we want to check out the other shows there on 4041media.com. It's been real. This is Real Talk with Sensei Nick, formerly Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer, Nick. You yourself an amazing day. Take care of yourself. Be great. Be awesome. I'll see you later on. All right. Good night.